Well, what is going on, Kingdom Church, man? This is part 12. Yo, we've been in this one for a while, and we got a long more way to go. But we are in part 12 of a series that we are calling Survive. And um, today, I'm going to do something a little bit different. Um, it's the week before Easter. Easter is next week. Um, and I, what I had prepared today, um, I had prepared last Saturday, and, um, I, <laughs> God had ended up changing it throughout the week, and, um, I am about to combine, like, two sermons, I'm about to combine, like, two sermons, into one so i'm gonna need y'all to hold on with me and um this is about to be a tight ride but we're gonna get through this um so i want to go to proverbs chapter 18 verse 20 and before before we do that i want to give y'all context because um what i'm about to tell you and what's about to happen it isn't really a um it's not really a prophetic, or it's not really a, um, a, a, a sermon title, or it's not really a point, but I'm going to put it as the title. It's three words, and I'm going to give y'all some more insight on it in a little bit. But the three words are this is that. Wednesday, I was getting ready to go to school, and normally sometimes I like in the bathroom and I prep myself before I go to school. I'm like, Alex, do this. Don't do that. God said this. And if anything tries to happen or come against you, God said this, right? And so I was prepping myself before school and this thought really came to my head. And the thought was simply, this is that. But there was more that came with it. Prophetic thought, that's what it is, it's prophetic. The prophetic thought was this is that which God has spoken to us previously. And I, I need to help you understand this because this is the truth of where you are right here. And that is whatever.
And God is literally about to start allowing us to survive when it looks like die. We gotta survive. Ain't no doubt about it. We have to continue to live. No pause. You've been trying to stop this and stop that. Well, maybe if... No, 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 no. No pause. That's why Casey had to get off pause. He said that and then reminded me literally like two days later of when Casey was about to go on pause. But God literally said, no pause. You have to continue to live. Because for some of us, God is going to have to bless us as we go i may talk about it after easter but god has to bless us as we go like like some of this stuff isn't going to be stationary like you have to stay here some of this stuff is going to be a on the way to doing the next thing type of healing on my way i was healed on my way i was set free on my way i was delivered on my way as you go as you go you will be healed uh-uh. why is god talking about healing all month i'm sorry this is i'm i'm naming this month the month of healing like the amount of healing that's about to happen this month mark my words the amount of healing that is about to happen this month is about to be crazy like this ain't just for the church this is for the people in the world that are broken that are distressed that are pressed oppressed depressed healing physical healing mental healing emotional healing relational healing financial healing healing I, I don't know what is happening, but God is literally saying, I want you to be healed. But there's a process to healing. You can't just be healed. There has to be, like, like, first of all, before you get healed, you have to acknowledge that there's something there that's going wrong. Okay, I'm preaching. Before you get healed, you have to first acknowledge where you are right here. Then you have to acknowledge that there is something that is broken and that needs to be healed. How are you going to be healed for something or from something that you don't even let the doctor see? You're trying to hide your pain, but God's saying every thing that is wrong with you God literally told me people are going to start remembering things that caused them pain in the past and it's not to make them scared and it's not to make them feel a certain way but it's so they can get healed God is literally going in the depths of your soul to find the pain that has been there God literally brought up a pain in my mind earlier this week that I literally forgot about. But I had to get healed. 
I had to get hit. I had to even go as far as forgiving people. Because sometimes you can't get healed without forgiveness. Uh-oh. I've been talking about forgiveness for the past two weeks last week. I know that one's on podcast. You can't get it on video because it was looking crap down here. But, but some things you are literally going to have to get healed by forgiveness. And some other people you are going to have to get healed by giving away something. You're so stingy. And, and you have a pain of when somebody... Uh, stole from you or when somebody uh, 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 did something to you or abused you and took something from you and now you're stingy with everything you got and God's like no 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 you are going to have to heal that pain by being generous God is asking us, us this month will you step out of your comfort zone to get healed will you literally step out of the place of comfort so you can get healed not just temporarily because some of y'all would rather have a temporary healing because a lot of you don't want to really do what it takes because what it takes is for you to actually apologize to that person even even though that person may have been the one to do you wrong. you don't want to really do what it takes to get healed but god is saying nevertheless this year this month, this year too, this month is the month of healing. Some of you are so messed up in the mind. I, I, I don't know what this is. I'm about to be, oh my God. Some of you are so messed up in your mind. You have so many perverted or twisted thoughts about a lot of things, people, and places. But God is saying you have to get healed. You are looking at that person one way, but God's saying that's not who they really are. You got to look at them from the perspective of me. You got to look at them after you get healed. Because when you're dealing with pain, you produce Something out of pain that isn't real. You produce judgment out of pain because it hurts, but it's not real. Some of y'all are like, my judgment is real. No, no, no. Your judgment cannot be justified. That's not who that person is. They made a mistake, but that's not who they are. Some of you feel like you are so justified just because of they did you wrong and the pain that they made you feel. And now I could do this and I could feel this. You feel justified because of that. No, 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 no. You're both wrong. You're wrong for feeling like, oh, it's okay for me to go out and do this since they did that to me. No, 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 no. You're not justified. It doesn't matter what they did. It doesn't matter how they treated you. God literally wants you to get healed. But some of you, I see it already. Some of you don't have the guts to do what it takes. Because like I said last week, you want to hold on to unforgiveness. Because it's cool now. It's cool to hold people accountable for the wrong that they did, but not hold people accountable for the right that they try to do. Are you serious? It's better nowadays to hold people accountable for the wrong that they did rather than the, rather than the right that they're trying to do? I've done wrong in my past. 
I'm, I'm just talking to me. I've done wrong in my past a lot. But I am being held accountable for the wrong that I did rather than the right transition I'm trying to do. And so now I'm stuck because you won't release side. And you won't let healing happen because you so... I don't, I don't care they did that. Let's see what you did in 2019. Well, that don't matter. He did that to me in 2021. It don't matter. Let, let, let me see what you did in 2017. Let me see what you did in 2012. Let me see what you did in 1996. Because you feel that that... I can't preach for real here. I, I might as well since I'm at home. KC, we here. Y'all should be used to this by now. We've been in here for almost two years. Literally. You feel they did more wrong than me, baby. My Bible says everything at the foot of the cross is even. In other words, God sees every sin as the same. There's no little white lie. It's all... You're trying to make homosexuality look more of a bigger deal as lying. It's same. And some of you are trying to look at it, well, homosexuality isn't bad or, or it isn't as worse as murdering somebody. It's literally on the same. It's how God sees it. You don't have to see it that way, but it's how God sees it. It's literally even. Why? Because sin is sin, period. You do wrong, you do wrong, period. You lie, you lie. You murder, you murder. <laughs> you steal, you steal. It's all bad. So, all I'm trying to say is this month will be the month of here. How long we been up in here, Lord Jesus? Ooh, okay. This is the month of here. I can already see it. Some of y'all don't even want to claim it. Because some of you have so much hurt that has happened that you don't even want to claim here. Can I, can I touch the real pain? Like, like, this is all that God is going to do this month. He's going to touch the real thing. Some of you are going to try to extend the fake, but God's going to dig down for the real you want to you wanna bring out the fake you or the fake thing that's healing or the surface healing, but God's going to go deep down in your heart and he's going to find what's really troubling you and he's going to bring that out and heal it. Surface will be healed last. What's deep in there been in there too long. And now you're not only bleeding on yourself, but on other people around you because of pain that you refuse to let go of. And now you literally have holes in your heart because of pain that you don't want to give up. So now you're not only bleeding on yourself, but you're bleeding on your kids, on your cousins, on your co-workers, on your friends, on your family. 
And you wonder why people feel so uh, around you. It's not your fault. Well, it kind of is. But it's because you want, you won't release the pain. God is saying this month, you've been handling pain too long. Literally, in April, literally, in the Bible, there was so much pain going on. My mans got put on a tree to die. I, I ain't going to preach it today, I promise, but I may get a little bit too happy and it may just come up out of me. But my mans got put on a tree to die a painful death. I'm getting too happy up in here. For me and you, this month was literally a month of pain in the Bible. I was literally sitting in my bed last night and I was like, God, you don't understand what's going on. He's like, yes, I do. Around this time, in, in the Bible days, I was going through a whole lot. This was the time where he went to the, the mountain of uh, Gethsemane and he went to pray and he was doing all of this other stuff and he was telling the, the disciples all of these other things and he was like, yo, I'm going to be back. They ain't really listen, though. But, uh, and then... And um, all of this other stuff happened. They 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 gave him his lashes, um, thirty nine on each side of his body, front and back, because it was illegal to do forty. So they did thirty nine on each side, and um, it was all of this pain. But he still survived. Some of you think just because he had the wound. I'm about to preach this so good next week. Some of you think just because he got the scar, he didn't survive. You think just because he got the scar, it's still painful. You think just because he got the the scar or the or the uh, or the hole in his hand, you think he didn't really? Uh, well, he didn't really su survive because if he did, he would have been healed fully. Some things God may leave untouched for your testimony. Some pains God may leave, uh, uh, God may leave untouched for your testimony. Yeah, get up in there, feel all that, get sensitive to it, feel it all. Some things He may not touch for your testimony. Because what's the point? Because some of you are literally going to get healed from stuff this month, and you're going to forget about it. It's not going to be a testimony. Some of you have physical uh, markings of pain. But it's for your testimony. You're trying to hide it and cover it. But God's like, no, no, no. Show them how you were healed. Show them how you had surgery on your knee and, and now you can move it. And now it's show them. See, some of y'all want to talk about it, but y'all don't really want to be about it. That's cool. But this month, I got another level of... Because <clears throat> God is about to do what he said. Healing will happen. I feel... <laughs> I feel 
the tension. Because some of you don't want to give it up. Some of you don't want to give it up. you like, they did this to me. They did it. You don't want to give it up. You would literally do anything just to not let that forgiveness up and out. Like, literally. You would do anything just to keep that pain in here. Why? Because you want to show it off. You want to show off pain in other sisters. You are going to have to get fully healed. Fully healed. Do, do, do you hear me? I'm a um. I'm gonna pray before we leave. Next week is Easter. I'm gonna be up here screaming more and doing up this and this stuff. Um. I. Healing happening. Like even last night, I was in my bed, and I really feel healing taking place. Like I feel healing. A lot of us are trying to shy away from it, but no, 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 it's there. You would rather leave it here for somebody else to deal with. It's there. It's there. Get healed. I'm going to say it one more time because some of y'all didn't really get. Get healed. You wonder why you're going to be so, um, out. You're literally reflecting on your life all the time, and it, 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 it like it feels like the good old days was better, and you're reflecting, and all of this nostalgia is going on. It's because there was pain there. And he's trying to heal you from it. Can I be honest? For the past couple of while. I've been feeling very nostalgic. Like sometimes I like I wouldn't even feel like I'm, I'm in 2022. I know some of y'all like that's weird, but like dead serious, there would be sometimes where I literally would not feel like I'm in 2022. I would feel like I'm in 2021 sometimes. Other times I would feel like I'm in 2018. Those are the only two years that, that I've been really reflected and nostalgic about. And, and God's like, something happened there that you have to get healed from. Something happened in 2018, 2021 that happened. That's still up in here that you haven't got healed from. And he's only letting it be known not so you, you can get healed from it. God's really gonna come up here and bring out the real pain just so you can feel bad and just so other people can say, ha, ha, you got no, 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 no. 
It's for your healing. And your healing only. I want to pray healing over this house. KC, this actual house, because I'm in my basement right now. I want to pray healing over this house, KC. This house. This house. Your house. Your house. Because we are so broken as a people. Do y'all not see what happened at the Oscars a couple of weeks ago? Like, we are so broken as a people. And God was just like, get healed. From mainstream people all the way up to people that I don't even know. Just regular, regular people. The average Joe. I don't know, just regular people. Everybody has a pain. And I feel like there is a brokenness. Like I, like I feel it, like I'm sensitive to it. There is a brokenness that has tried to come up against the church as a whole. And there is a brokenness that has tried to come up against your family. You wonder why your communication in your family is off? Because there's brokenness. You got broken pieces of relationships and broken pieces of friends that left and broken pieces of family. Broken. And God is like, just get healed. I don't know why I feel this. Like, I feel a sense of brokenness. From, from the, from the littlest child to the oldest person living right now. There is a whole lot of brokenness. Some of you still have brokenness from 2020. I'm about to pray in a minute. Some of you still have brokenness from 2021. Some of you still have brokenness from 2019, 18, 17, 16. Some of y'all still have brokenness from 2006. Some of you still have brokenness from 1985. It's broken. Some of you literally still have broken pain of something that happened this past November or this past December. You're broken. Let's just go on ahead and put it out there. You're broken. You're not broke. Financially, you're not broke. Mentally, you're not broke. Physically, you're not broke. But you have some broken pieces. Just because you have broken pieces don't mean you're broken. As a person, I don't under I don't even know how many broken pieces I have. But your broken pieces did not does not define who you are. Cause God can take what's broken and he can make a masterpiece out of it. Out of it. Like like your broken pieces, God can literally take that and make it into the most beautiful testimony ever. 
He can literally take your broken pieces and turn it into beauty. That's what he wants to do this month. Instead of making something new, and instead of using something new, it's already in there. You have an entirely beautiful relationship with that per person. It's just broken. Can I use ah? Can I use what's already in there? You have parenting skills that are so exquisite and so uh, uh, amazing, but but you're trying to do something new. You're God. You're like God. Give me something new. But God's like, can I already use what's in there? Some of you literally have ideas and you want God to give you new, but God's like, will you use what I've given you? Because some of you won't even use what's in there just because it's broken. It doesn't matter to me if it's broken or not. It don't matter. If you want it, you can have it. You can use it. I'm going to say that again. If you want it, yeah, yeah. If you want it, you can have it, you can heal it, and you can use it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You need to say that. If you want it, you can have it. You can use it, and you can heal it. If you want it, you can have it. You can use it, and you can heal it. If you want it, you can have it. If you need it, you can use it, and you can heal God, right now, I know we about to end, but God, I invite your presence into this room. Because I can't just pray healing and not have the backup of heaven. God, let your kingdom come on earth. Let your will be done on earth. As it is in heaven. If we heal it in heaven, let your will be done on earth. Uh, let your will be done as it is in heaven. Let it be on earth. If our mindsets are healed in heaven, let it be healed on earth. If our relationships and friendships are healed in heaven, let it be healed here on earth. If our finances are healed in heaven, let it be healed. On earth. Woo. Let your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. If we survive in heaven, let us survive on earth. If we healed in heaven, let us be healed on earth. God, let your presence flood this building. Let, yeah, 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 yeah. Let your presence flood this basement right now. Let your presence flood them right now. Let your presence flood their house, their heart. Let your presence flood my heart. Take over this room. Take over my agenda. Take over the rest of this service, sermon. Take over. Take over this weekend. Take over the month. I pray the will of the Father over my month. Yeah, I pray the will of the Father over April for my life this month. Yeah, 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 yeah.
there is so much brokenness. It's okay. I feel it. I can see it. I sense it. There are some broken people watching. It's okay. I feel it. I see it. Broken. But we ain't gonna be that way for long. Cause we about to get here. Y'all missed it. Yeah, yeah, y'all missed it. We are broken people. But we ain't gonna be that way for long. Cause we about to get healed up in here. There is a wave of healing that's about to hit the church. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that there is a wave of healing. That there is a wave of healing that's about to hit every church in America. There is a wave of healing that's about to hit every household in the world today. God, I pray that there is a wave of healing that will that will interrupt everybody's church service today. I pray that there is a wave of healing that's about to interrupt everybody's life. There is a wave of healing that's about to interrupt people's daily schedule. There is a huh, there is a wave of healing that you are about to release today that will interrupt the norm. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, I pray that there is a wave of healing that will interrupt the norm. Let your healing flow like a river. Let yeah, yeah, let your healing flow, whether it's physical healing, mental, emotional, whatever it is. Let your healing flow. Let your healing virtue flow all the way from this basement in Central Alabama, all the way to the biggest mansion in Los Angeles, so the biggest building in New York. God, let your healing flow. Yay! Let your healing flow through every country. Let your healing flow through everybody today, God. Let your healing flow. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's our prayer this weekend, God. Let your healing flow. Let your healing interrupt people's daily routine schedule. Let your healing flow. Let your healing flow. Let your healing flow. All the way from the White House, let your healing flow. All the way from Russia to Ukraine, let your healing flow. I don't know what this is on the inside of me. I feel another level of anointing right now. Let your healing flow, God. I'm about to speak to some people, but let your shine. Let your healing flow, God. Yeah, we're going to stay in here for about 20 more minutes. I feel brokenness about to be made whole right now in this atmosphere. Let your healing flow, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let your healing flow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let your healing flow. Yeah, yeah. Let your healing flow. From the <laughs> let your healing flow from Will Smith's family and him.
Chris Rock and his family. Let your healing flow. I don't know how many judges are doing this this morning, but let your healing flow. Let there be a confirmation of healing today. This is, if this was confirmation for anybody or any building, any church, let it be known that healing is taking place in this moment. God did not get up on a cross for us to be broken. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. God did not die on a cross for us to be broken eternally. No, 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 no. He died so we could be whole and we could be beautiful. And so he could take the broken pieces and use that. You want God to do something new, but there's something already in you. It may be broken, but it's still useful. You may think just because it's broken, it's not useful. No, no, no. You got talents in there that are broken, but it's still useful. You got ideas that are broken, but are still useful. You got relationships that are broken, but are still useful. You got friendships. You have family relationships that are broken, but are still useful. God, let your healing flow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let your healing take over. I'm about to speak to some people. Because right now, I'm in, what, seventh grade? Yeah. And I walk around the school. I'm with sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. I walk around the school. And I see a lot of broken people. I ain't going to name drugs. Don't get scared. I see a lot of broken people walking the halls along with me. You think just because I'm up here preaching this to you, this excuse me? No, no, no. There, some of the most broken people are standing behind a pulpit this morning preaching to you. Some of the most broken individuals have a microphone in their hand leading you into praise and worship this morning. Some of the most broken people are preaching and prophesying to you. This doesn't excuse nobody. The healing virtue of God is about to come in like a mighty rushing wind. Like on the day of Pentecost. It's about to flow. Everybody gonna get healed. Everybody's gonna get touched. Everybody's gonna get delivered. Everybody is gonna get set free. Everybody. There's a large number of people at my school that are broken. They don't want to admit it, but they're broken on the inside. And I see it in the spirit. I see. I can't do this, God. What do you. I see it in the spirit of God. That there are so many broken people that are trying to just survive. You can't survive broken. You can't keep on running with the leg injury. You are going to end up getting more hurt. You can't keep going on an injury. You got to slow down. And let God do what he do. I, I see I don't want to. I can't call nobody name, I can't really do this, but I literally see broken people that are about to get 
healed right now. There is brokenness that is inside of you and it's come from past generations. You think it's just because of how somebody treated you? No, 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 no. This is generational brokenness that you're holding on to because they didn't want to let it go. They didn't know how to let it go. They thought that if they were to just hide it, it would be all cool. But now you have to deal with the generations of brokenness. God's saying this month, you're going to get healed. I, I feel it right now. You're holding on to brokenness of what people think about you. Brokenness of what people may say when you do certain things. You want to push out something so bad. You want to really be who you are. But you are weighed down by the brokenness of who somebody said you were. You're being held down by the brokenness of who people claimed you to be. You're held down by the brokenness. Of what somebody did or what somebody said or how somebody treated you. You're going to get healed. You're going to get healed. Hey. You're going to get healed. Hey. You're going to get healed. It's going to happen. You're going to get healed. I think I'm just taking a dramatic pause and I'm just doing whatever. No, 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 no. I feel a wave of healing right now. I'm trying not to get emotional, but I feel a wave of healing taking over my f <laughs> taking over my situation right now, taking over KC, taking over you, taking over people attached to you. I feel healing in this atmosphere. Yeah, take this awkward moment of silence. It's okay. Some people are getting healed right now. I'm still about to pray. But some people are getting healed in this atmosphere. I know this may be awkward. Some of y'all may be trying to turn. No, no, no. Healing is here. This is that which God has spoken to us previously. The Bible says in the last days, he will pour out his spirit upon all men. That's not just gendered, uh, 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 labeled or gendered limited on all people. This is that which he spoke to us previously. What is that? That is in the Bible where it tells us that he will pour out his spirit upon all men in the last days. This is that. Some of you are waiting on something. No, 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 no. This is that. He's pouring out his spirit on all men this morning. I feel it. I don't, I don't know. Y'all, I'm recording this on Saturday. I 
feel like something about to happen tomorrow when the people of God get into one room, when the people of God get into one building, when they all are one accord. Hey! The Spirit of God is going to meet them there. When we all get on one accord. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is that. He's about to pour out his spirit upon all men. This is not racially limited. This is not gender uh, uh, limited on all men. It doesn't matter your it doesn't matter your mistakes. He's about to pour out his spirit onto you. All I need you to do is receive it. Pour out his spirit on all men. The heavens are open. Get your healing. The heavens are open. You're wondering why I had to take this whole moment of just silence and awkwardness? The heavens are open. Now get your breakthrough. Get your healing. Get your deliverance. Get it here. It doesn't matter what denomination, it doesn't matter anything like that. God, I thank you that your healing is touching the church. And your healing is touching your people. God, I see it now. You've been talking to me about healing for the past seven days. I see it now. God, I thank you that you are healing the broken people. From the youngest broken person all the way to the oldest. God, I thank you that you're healing all men. Let your healing flow like a river. Let your healing flow like a river. Let your healing flow. Mm -hmm. God, allow us to be healed from the brokenness of our past. Some of this stuff is literally generational brokenness, but God, I'm asking you to heal us. Take what's broken in us this month, God. And transform it into something beautiful. Take what's broken and transform it. God, I thank you that healing is happening. And God, that these two people that you're showing me in my mind right now, 
I thank you that they will get healed from the brokenness of their past and from the brokenness that has been passed down from generations. I literally see it. There's a specific person that you're showing me that has pain that isn't delegated on them, but it has something to do with generations. God, I break it. And I pray healing to invade their homes, invade their situation, invade their mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Invade whatever's going on. Let your healing of invade every church tomorrow. Let your healing interrupt everybody's regular church service tomorrow. Let your healing flow. Release your healing upon all men today and tomorrow. But God, tomorrow when everybody gets on one accord and is under one sound in one building, God, pour out your healing. You literally did it last week. God, do it again. Yay! You did it last week. Do it again. You were healing people in church. God, do it again. Healing happens here. God, do it again. Like only you can. Heal us from our brokenness. In Jesus' name. Amen. Casey, can y'all give God a crazy, crazy praise today? Amen. Hallelujah. God, you're awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep on praising him. Come on, come on, come on. Don't stop. God, you're worthy. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, you are wonderful. God, there's nobody like you. God, nobody can heal this but you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, can't nobody heal this situation that I'm in but you. God, take over. Hallelujah. I don't know if y'all feel that where y'all at. But I feel the presence of God in here. This was not planned at all. If I'm being honest, I was planning on preaching for about two hours and getting up out of here, if I'm being honest. But God wanted to push out healing. I didn't know that this had such a weight on it until just now. Because God's literally been speaking it to me since last Saturday. I see it. Brokenness. Come on, right now. I want you to do something. I want you to go in your mind. Some of you may have to close your eyes. But I want you to think of that workplace. Or think of that school that you have to go to every day. And I want you to think of everybody that's in there. They are all broken. At the school that I go to, there's about 1,500 kids plus in there. All of them. Can you imagine being in a room with 1,500 broken young people? It hurts. See, see, this is the stuff that the people of God need to be sensitive to. 
See, a lot of people are sensitive to people with sins. Like, oh, you sin? Get out of here. A lot of Christians are sensitive to sins. But not a lot of people are sensitive to broken people. But this is how the body of Christ should be. That we can literally look at everybody. See their position of brokenness. And pray the healing of God over their life. And they will be healed. This is what we need to look like. The church has such a bad reputation. This is what we need to look like. We don't need to, I, I mean, it's okay and it's cool to be generous and all of this other stuff. But there are people broken that don't need money. There are people broken inside, shattered, that doesn't need another dollar. But they need healing from God. They tried therapy. They tried all of this other stuff. But some things only God can heal you from. You've tried talking to friends. You've tried this. God is the only one that can heal you from this brokenness. He's the only one that can heal you from this. Because it's deeper than what you really think it is. Like, you think that's just a surface pain? That was just a... That penetrated your mind, your heart, your emotions, your, your mental stability. It penetrated all of that. And God has to dig in deep and grab the bullet that was just supposed to hit you in one layer, but it got you deep down inside. Hey, the pain wasn't supposed to go all the way, but it hit you deep down. God's like, I'm just trying to heal you. Let him get it. God is about to do surgery, y'all. Like, I feel it. Ironic enough, um, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month and a half ago or something like that, God spoke to me healing. And I prayed and cried for about two hours over healing. And literally about... Two and a half hours after, clean myself up, I got up. After that, I'm in school at this point. And I did that first and second period of the day. First is at like seven to eight. Then second one is like eight to nine. So from seven o'clock to nine o'clock, I was praying and crying out for healing. Fourth period of the day, 11 o'clock. I saw it. Like, three hours later, I prayed for it. Or two hours later, I prayed for it. And then I saw it. There was a friendship, I ain't calling up names, I ain't saying names. But there was a friendship that I was close to. 
that was hit by pain. Because somebody wanted to do something and the other person felt some type of way. So there was all kind of pain. God said healing. Literally that day. Fourth period, I got PE. So that day, healing happened. Healing took place that day. All because I cried out. What happened if every church in America cries out for healing? Every church in America cries out for healing this morning. Imagine the impact that would happen on the world. And today I'm praying that tomorrow, Sunday, every church would grab a hold to the healing of God that was released here. It was released today. It was released right here, but I pray that every church would experience what was released in here today. God, I pray that every church will experience what was released in here today. Every individual will experience what was released in this basement in central Alabama. Every person will experience what was released here. Every church, every business, every every situation will feel what you released in here today. God, I thank you for healing. God, I thank you for the 1,500 kids at my school that's about to get healed this month. I'm speaking it, I'm proclaiming it, I'm prophesying it, that everybody is getting healed. Some of y'all are like, God can't do that. Are you serious? You are belittling God from healing 1,500 kids in 30 days? Are you serious? If God, it's almost Easter, if God, can defeat death, hell, and the grave in three days? Trust me, he can heal 1,500 kids in 30 days. Now, if he can feed 1,500 people plus in the matter of an hour with five loaves of bread and two fish, trust me, he can heal 1,500 people in 30 days. But the problem is if people don't release it or if people don't experience it, it's not their fault. Or it is. Because people think that if, if, a, if, if a prophet prophesies to you and it doesn't happen, now all of a sudden it's the prophet's fault. No, 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 no. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes there is some false prophets out here that just be saying some weird stuff. But sometimes it's your fault because you're not active. I preached a message last year that said, be active on the word of God. 
and a lot of us want to experience and a lot of us want to take in words from God, but we don't want to ever be active on it. We want to sit in it and enjoy it. And oh my gosh, God said survive, but we don't ever want to be active. I could be sitting on my couch right now, not being active because Casey was about to go on pause. I could literally not be active right now, have your healing and my healing be blocked all because I didn't want to be active on the word of God. Today, is, your future is predicated on if you are active or not. Your future is predicated on if you are active on the word of God or not. And a lot of you don't want to be active. Cool. You sit down, calm down, eat Cheetos, play Fortnite, while I have my eternity saved. While I am surviving. While my relationships are surviving. While my friendships, while my, uh, while everything attached to me is surviving. You're going to be sitting there acting cool, calm, and collected. But no, 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 no. I'm about to be on this thing because I have something and I have a promise that has to be released and it has to be performed and I'm not about to break I'm not to about to break my chance of survive all because I want to be cool who does a 60 part series who walks around every day prophesying to a relationship that is dead? Excuse me, that is sleep. Let me help you. God had to tell me this a little while ago as I was reading the story of when uh, Jesus was going to heal this daughter who was dead and he got touched by the woman of the issue of blood. And this is the same kind of story with Lazarus. Oh, I'm about to preach to this. A uh, 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 God was walking there. And they were both dead. I believe the Bible says Lazarus was dead for about four days. <clears throat> they were like dead, dead. Like, you feel? They were dead. But they never transitioned from death to life until Jesus said something. Lazarus was dead for four days. That little girl, that 12-year-old little girl, she was dead. She'd been dead for about an hour at this point, probably. They were both dead, but they never transitioned from death to life until Jesus said something. And some of your relationships and some of your situationships right now are literally dead because you don't want to speak life into them. I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. You got too much little faith that you don't want to push what God said. You don't want to speak prophetically into what God spoke to you. God said it. And so now I'm about to back him up on it and I'm about to release it. And now everything is a it has to happen. 
Lazarus never would have woke up unless Jesus said, he's asleep, wake up. It never would have happened because he was dead. If Jesus would have kept his mouth closed, none of this would have happened. And God spoke to me and he said, this year, closed mouths are not going to get fed. Closed mouths are not going to get fed this year. Because you think you just going to survive with a closed mouth and you could just be sitting up in church acting so dignified and not praising God. No, 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 no. Closed mouths are not going to get fed. Because you have to step into authority and prophesy to yourself. See, some of y'all are waiting on bishop or first lady or, or an apostle or a prophet. No, 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 no. You have to speak life over your own situation. And you wondering why that thing dead. Well, I've been speaking life for this amount of time. There is a process to this. Like, like you think you can speak life one time and it happened. Jesus spoke life over Lazarus a couple of times. Jesus spoke Lazarus into life with the disciples. Then when he got there. He spoke life to that little girl before he started back walking to her. Then once they got there, he spoke life again. He never spoke life into them one time. It was multiple times. So if God had to speak life multiple times, what makes you think you could just speak life one time and it be? Now, don't get me wrong. God could do that. He could. But sometimes there is going to have to take another level of discipline to where you have to get up every morning and prophesy what God said. There has not been one day this year I have not spoken survive over anything. Ask my brother. He gets mad about it. But there has not been one day I have not spoken survive. And there has been multiple times where we would just be doing stuff and we would hear survive. Oh, we would see something. And, and I'm like, God really said this. Some things take you opening your mouth. Closed mouths aren't going to get fed this year. Period. God is done babying us. We should be at another level of maturity to where we can speak life into anything and let that thing live. But you're waiting on God or you're waiting on a bishop or you're waiting on a first lady or you're waiting on an apostle or a prophet or whatever the case may be. God's saying release it over your own self. Hey, how long we been up in here? Ooh, I can't see. Oh, an hour and a half almost. An hour? 40 minutes? Is that what it's at? No, an hour. Oh, I like They would have never gotten into life until God said something. Now, you have to do the hard part. You have to dig down and grab every broken thing, show it to God, ask Him to heal it, and then pronounce that it's already healed even though it's going to take a process.
What surgery do you know only takes 10 minutes? It takes 10 minutes just to cut you open. Like, like, like what surgery do you know only takes five minutes of worship? There's a process. There are some surgeries that literally take months. Like you gotta do one part, then you gotta rest, and then you gotta come back and do this other part, then you gotta rest again, then you gotta come back and do this other part. It's a process. And for some of y'all, this healing is going to extend into May because you have so much. It's okay. But you have so much that needs to be healed. Now you're just like, God, um, take it, do it, like, it's going to take a little bit. Don't rush God this year. Healing's going to happen. This is that which God has spoken to us previously. He's pouring out his spirit upon all men. This service was literally the the pinnacle of what I spoke. This is that. It's literally that. Look it up in the Bible. I, I forgot where it is. But it says in the last days, God will pour out his spirit upon all men. It's in Acts chapter 2. After, um, uh, after uh, the day of Pentecost had happened. Or I think it's chapter 2. But um, that happened. And God, and God is like, this is that. Like, like God's like, I'm Alex. God is like, Alex, I'm not just going to let you say that. I'm going to let you experience that. This is that. Do you know how long ago he spoke that? Like, that was literally after the day of Pentecost. He said, uh, 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 um, what did I just say? I forgot it. Just that quick. But in the last days, there it is. I will pour out my spirit upon all men. He said that a long time ago. But now, we have to really, like, walk in it. Somebody just say, this is that. Yeah, again, somebody just say, this is that. This is that. That, I'm still preaching. That, Hosea chapter number 6, verse 1. It says, come, let us return to the Lord. This is not on the screen. It says, come, let us return to the Lord, for he has, um, for he has torn us. He will heal us. He has wounded us, but he will bind up our wounds. This is that. This is that. Matthew chapter 6. Verse 10, let your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is that. This is that. Acts 2, verse 1. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were on all one accord. Under one sound, I think it says, in one place. And the Spirit of God filled that house where they were sitting. And they started to speak in tongues as a fire sat upon them. This is that. Y'all think I'm just pulling scriptures out the Bible? This is literally what we're living in. 
God said at the, in the last days he will pour out his spirit upon all men. That is what he's doing. We are entering into the last days. It, people don't preach this no more. We are in the last days. And if you don't get right. See, see I come from an old uh, apostolic church that preached uh, heaven and hell. People don't preach hell no more. But it's really real and it's really hot. And, and if you don't do right, you're going to be there. Because in the last days, we got to get right with God. I remember my aunt used to call me a lot and say stuff like, um, you know, we living in the last days. You, you got to, Alex, you got to get right. I'm like, uh-oh. Uh what was that? My camera back to back? All right. It was like, oh, snap. Let me end this. It was like, she was like, oh, it, it's the end of time. You got to get right. So I want you to get right with God. So, because anything can happen. Get right with God this week. I'll catch y'all next week. Peace. My camera about to die. Bye.